Hi there, I'm John Smizer, uh, pastor living here in the Southern California area, and I uh, just am honored to be able to be with you today in a, a study and a, a closing remarks in the Gospel of Mark. Um, I don't know if you have any uh, good friends that have succeeded in a powerful way that they have become. Um, uh, somebody that others look up to and, and recognize that they are, are, are wonderful, uh, maybe a speaker or a craftsman in some way, but you simply remember them as when you knew them and you were growing up with them. And, 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 and they weren't all that. They were just George or Harry or Bill or Mary or whomever it was. But, but you know you, you you don't you know you know them in a different way. You know their foibles. You know their um, not so pleasantness. Well, here in the end of the Gospel of Mark, I I just want to alert you to the idea that if you read back through Mark and you've read the other Gospels, Mark is harsher on the disciples than any other Gospel. For Matthew, Luke, and John. Uh, two of them, of course, were disciples, so they had a vested interest, but, but Luke wasn't judgmental. But Mark seems to bring a little bit of negativity to bear upon these disciples. And we're going to see this, and we're going to understand that in some ways, we have those areas of our life that people look at, and they might judge us as well. Let's look at the end of chapter 16 of Mark. Mark chapter 16, verses 9 through 20. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterward, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be safe, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. 
After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Here we are in Gospel of Mark here at verse 19. We're going to open up. It uh, recounts some of the things that were said earlier in the chapter when it says when Jesus rose early um, on the first day of the week, he appeared. Now, remember that Mary and Mary and Salome came to um, work with the body, but he wasn't there, so they didn't see him. But here it is that Jesus rose on the first day and uh, he appeared to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. Uh, you remember the encounter where it was that um, she was weeping and she thought somebody had snuck up behind her, maybe a gardener or something. And, and, and she just asked, where have you put him? Where, where, can I go get him? And all that Jesus said was Mary. And it changed her life. Because at that point, she went back to tell the disciples. You know, she was there to share with the disciples. Now, here, Mark records in verse 11, when they heard that Jesus was alive and that she, Mary Magdalene, had seen him, they did not believe it. Well, okay, um, they didn't believe Mary Magdalene. Yeah, okay, Mary, Mary, you know Mary, she doesn't always, you know, she delusional sometimes maybe. I don't know what it is, but we can't, we can't trust her. But then they had two friends who were taking a day's trip out uh, to the road to Emmaus. They were traveling, and here it is. Uh, they come telling a story of uh, Jesus uh, walking with them discussing with them some of the events in Jerusalem, the things that had gone on in the last few days, how it was that uh, he didn't understand the, 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 the calamity that had happened when uh, their friend, Jesus, had been crucified, and they invited him on into a, a night's lodging, and they had dinner together, and all of a sudden their eyes were opened. This was Jesus. Now they hurried back. They went back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples in it. It says here, uh, afterward, Jesus appeared to a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned, these ones, the road to Emmaus group, they returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe it. Oh, Okay, they weren't going to believe Mary Magdalene because, you know, Mary. But here are two more, two more witnesses that Jesus was alive and they had seen him. They had talked with him. But no, I'm not going to believe that. Question comes sometimes in your life and in my life when somebody shares with me a particular truth about God, a a, a, a an encouragement to grow with the Lord, to seek Him in some way. You know, it might be areas of uh, discipline, Christian discipline in my life, of prayer or Bible study. And they say that you, John, if you only move in this way, you'll see Jesus in a fresh new way. And I go, well, that's what you say. 
I, I, I don't know if I believe that or not. Well, I'm forewarned by this passage because when Jesus, in verse 14, it says, Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe. Oh, I wonder, do I have a stubborn streak that I'm a know-it-all? Uh, all the things that somebody may tell me go against the facts, and I, that can't be true. But here, Jesus said, he rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubbornness to believe. Am I stubborn that way? Are you stubborn that way? Well, consider yourself rebuked, not by me, no, but by the Word of God. And then it goes on here, and we had talked about the ladies had been commissioned to go tell the disciples. Well, here in verse 15, he's now talking to the disciples. He said, he, in verse 15, said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. This idea of go, go into all the world. Somebody might question you and go, well, I'm not ready to go to Papua New Guinea. Oh, I don't know if I want to go to India. I don't know if I want to go to Africa. The concern being that the, the, the God may call them over there. This passage, this section here, that word go means as you go, as you travel in life, the places you journey for business, for friends, for family, as you go, share the good news that Jesus Christ is alive and he's here to love you. It says, uh, go, or as you go, preach the gospel. Preach. Now, you can only preach what you know. You can only preach and share what you've experienced. When your pastor on a given Sunday morning gets up to share, he has spent a lifetime previously, but particularly that week, focusing on the Word of God desiring to see how does God want to make that real for his congregation. And I, I must tell you as a pastor, very often, most often, all the time, it becomes real in my life. Whatever the message is, whatever the principle or thought I'm going to share, God works it into my life. So today, I'm going to pray for each of us that as we go, in our life, as we're going to share what Jesus has done in our life, God will empower that, that we don't have to be afraid, that we don't have to, to shrink back from sharing, that God loves us, and he also wants to love the people we're sharing with. Would you pray with me? Lord, today, right here, right now, may you give to us a new urgency that we reflect, we share the message, the truth that you have transformed our lives. 
You have made us new. And it's in you that we live and breathe. And that those who will hear this message, Lord, I pray that they would receive it, that they would believe it, and that they would be baptized in your name. Father, use us for your glory as messengers in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, Regina Cordo and Stepping in Prosa, CGM.